Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, My fiancé returned an award he was given at work, and he thinks it's the reason he wasn't promoted. Hey, guys, long-time lurker in need of some advice. My fiancé was recommended slash given a training assignment some months back for a vacancy that would be opening. He showed me a review at the end that he received where he received great remarks. However, to his surprise, he wasn't given the position and he was the only person training for it. He's been feeling down the past couple of days, but he also told me something that I didn't know. A few weeks back, he was given an award in a meeting that he returned to his boss same boss who recommended him for the vacancy because he doesn't like awards and he never told me about it either. He also told his boss he didn't appreciate being blindsided and he admitted he was emotionally stressed from the meeting when he talked to him the same day. He also told him to never give him an award again and he thinks that's the reason he didn't get the promotion. When I asked why he didn't tell me about it, he said that work was his space and that it didn't concern me and that honestly hurt. He also said he's thinking about leaving the company and he's been there since he interned in college. My mum said to suggest that he talk to a professional about why he was bothered by the award slash hour relationship. But dad said I should reconsider because he created a fan to walk into. That hurt his career. I want to see if he'll talk to a professional before reconsidering. But dad said I shouldn't even give him a chance. I believe I'm making the right decision by seeing if he's open to it. Not just for the job stuff, but also for our relationship. But I want to ask if I'm going about it correctly. And there wasn't too many comments on this post, but a couple of people did ask questions. So someone said, I'm sure it did hurt his career. He was ungracious and humiliated his boss publicly. Which Opie responded saying, literally said he couldn't focus, although he went to his office and returned it after the meeting and not during it. But still, said he couldn't focus for the rest of the day and brought a lot of emotions into the office when he went. Magic Carpet responds to that and says then he's a child who needs to learn to grow up and manage their emotions. Sorry, but if getting a pat on the back causes him to feel blindsided and so distracted and emotional he can no longer focus on work, he simply isn't fit for the adult world. I've had to go to work dealing with death and a messy breakup before and do it with a smile on my face. People have been in worse situations than I and had to hold it together and get their work done because that's just what it means to be an adult sometimes. It's definitely not an admirable trait to be so fragile that what amounts to a compliment can set this man off the rail so poorly. When you're an adult, you can't always just live in your emotions. You need to learn to compartmentalize and process at the appropriate time. And that's without addressing how utterly disturbing it is for him to even feel the way he felt in the first place. Proud Jobin says really self-destructive thing to do in my opinion. 
Part of the corporate dance is smiling and saying thank you, then throwing the award in the trash when you get home. His boss probably interpreted his actions as rude and ungrateful. If he was to climb the corporate ladder, he's going to have to play their games a little bit. There are certainly times to stand up for yourself in a work environment, but this was not the time. Opie responded and says, I asked why he couldn't toss it at home, but he said he made the gesture for other employees who might feel the same about awards and pressure to take them. But OP did update the post and says mentioned in my previous post that I was going to see if he was interested in therapy before making any decisions because I believe in giving people a chance to try and better themselves before jumping to conclusions. And my mum agreed. Dad said he created a fan to walk into, but mum agreed with basing our future on willingness to try therapy or counselling together. And I talked to him to suggest it. Before suggesting therapy, I asked him to further explain why he returned the award when everything seemed to be going well for him. And I want to remind you that he showed me a written review of his training assignment that he worked for for a few months. I came back with great remarks, albeit nothing about returning the award had nothing to do with it. He said that he viewed work awards similar to participation trophies that he wanted no part of. But when I asked if his award was that, he said it was a certificate recognizing him for his work along with training slash assisting others when his boss asked him to sometimes mostly on the computer when someone didn't know how to do something so he showed them over microsoft teams he specifically said it wasn't a participation award but that he viewed all rewards the same he also said it'd make it awkward when he helped people in the future because awards make people seem less genuine and that returning it showed he was down to earth when i asked why he couldn't just accept the award and do whatever he wanted with it at home he said it was a gesture to show he wasn't a management suck-up and that he'd be the same person after getting promoted. He also said he saw someone lose friends at work after crossing over to management side because it was an us-versus-them mentality and he compared his gesture to the person who rejected the Nobel Peace Prize that he heard referenced in Captain America the Winter Soldier. However, he knew nothing about it besides the reference because he loves Marvel movies and didn't even know the guy's name. But when I asked if he regretted it since everything seemed to go well with his training before the issue he likely made for himself. He said he was considering suing the company because he was treated unfairly and he wasn't open to therapy because he did nothing wrong. When I told him that it hurt when he said that his work life didn't concern me, he said there were many things he said at work that I wouldn't approve of but that it was his space just like managers who talk behind co-workers' backs. But when I reminded him that we're engaged and incomparable to a co-worker slash manager relationship, he said I wasn't supporting him and didn't want couples counseling either. And that's pretty much how it went. The reason I spoke to my parents before we talked was because of an idea he floated in my first post that I didn't mention. And I wanted to explain it because some said I threw him under the bus to my parents. So I'll explain why. He said he was considering working a retail job in the meantime after quitting because he thinks he hit a dead end and he'd be more respected there too. The other reason I told my parents was because we were looking at a home to buy. But those plans have changed and he wants to stay in our apartment. And that was before he mentioned anything about suing the company. He said he didn't mind making less if it meant having more respect. And I was willing to try and work things out if he considered therapy or couples counseling. But now that he's refused and doubled down, I told him that I'm reconsidering and he didn't like that and said I wasn't on his side like his boss. 
same boss who recommended him for the vacancy and gave him the award and has been distant since. He slept by himself on the couch and even ate dinner on his own the past few nights. I'm trying to see if my parents can let me bring some stuff to their place come Friday. I feel like he threw everything away for no reason, got a great review on his training and made an issue out of nothing when there was none. Learning about everything he kept from me still hurts and I might try to talk to someone myself but it really hurts because he basically said I never knew him at work and maybe that's just how he is when he's not with me. Edit. This idea to reject the award came from Captain America the Winter Soldier and the guy was referenced in the movie for rejecting the Nobel Peace Prize from what he told me, but he didn't even know who the guy's name was or anything beyond. It came from the movie because he's a big Marvel fan. He also said it was a selfless thing to do and showed he wasn't a management award suck-up to his co-workers who'd appreciate a down-to-earth manager when he crossed over into management. He also said it was something selfless Captain America would do. He said he wants to sue because he was wrongfully removed from consideration from the position for personally not liking awards despite a great written review on his training assignment, and that it would help fellow employees who felt pressured to take management awards to move up because he believes that all awards are participation trophies. As a result of trying to talk to him and see if he'd be interested in couples therapy, he refused to think that he did anything wrong and still plans to sue. And based on my reconsidering of the relationship on his willingness to get counseling, I will be trying to move everything to my parents on Friday. But he's been treating me as if I don't exist because he knows that I'm done. He's eaten dinner alone, slept alone and barely says a word to me anymore because I'm attacking him like his boss. So I'm just trying to get to Friday. But it's been hard because he's turned on me. Now, I watched The Winter Soldier first time. Don't shoot me. <laughs> Just a couple of months back. And I'm pretty sure the... And it confirmed in the comments I had to read below because I wasn't 100% sure. The guy who did return the Nobel Peace Prize in The Winter Soldier was the villain and not actually Captain America. But hey. And like some of the comments said on this one, it just felt like self-sabotage all the way through this. I remember I got a little award, like employee of the year, <laughs> humble brag, at my last company. And it was awkward. I hated it. They always done like a yearly work trip at the end of the year to get together a team. And I wasn't able to attend. So they called me on Skype and said I have to be on at this certain time to be a part of the meeting. And yeah, apparently there I was on a massive screen and having to talk in front of everyone. Yeah, cringe as hell. But you accept it, smile and move on with your life. It was just like that. It's like... I couldn't imagine in that moment standing in front of everyone saying, nope, <laughs> I'm not having this. <laughs> oh my word. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. And this next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Today I Messed Up by Getting Tested to Donate a Kidney to My Wife. I decided to get tested to see if I could donate my kidney to my wife of six years. We have two kids together, all female, two male. My wife got sick just after our son was born and now is in need of a kidney transplant. We checked with her relatives and none were a match or viable donor. Last week I got tested. I knew it would be a long shot so I decided to get tested to see if I could donate. I got a call the other day saying I was a match. The doctor then said something about wanting to do additional testing due to some information from the HLA tissue test results. I didn't think much of it and agreed. Then the results came in and I was shocked and confused. He explained that because of how DNA information is passed down through generations, a parent to a child could have at least 50% match. Siblings could have a 0-100% to match. It was rare to have a high match as husband and wife. I asked what does that mean? He said that my wife and I have an abnormally high match percentage. Long story short, we're related. No, I'm not kidding. I was put up for adoption before I was born, placed into a family that moved across the country. I knew I was adopted, but we didn't have any information about my bio family. It was a closed adoption. I met my wife by chance eight years ago. I was on a trip from work and she was working at the site I went to. We worked together for a week, we exchanged numbers and kept in touch. I was sent back there three more times that year and each time we became closer. I was given the opportunity to be transferred out there in a new higher paying position in a different department as hers and the rest is history. I don't know what to do moving forward, but I know it may be wrong. She is my wife and the mother of our kids. This post is probably going to get removed, but it's all true. Edit. Look at the name. All my family is from adopted parents. My parents adopted me two minutes after I was born. Their name is on my birth certificate. They have not told me anything about my bio parents and don't have any info. Her family is not a match as stated above. Most of her family has low match potential or can't donate due to medical or other reasons. I'm two years older than my wife. I do know that my wife was born when her parents were late teens. Holy moly, what do you do in that situation? I was looking at the comments and the first bunch are saying, you know, if your kids are healthy, everything's happy. You just continue to move along with this. But there was a comment from Rad Katz in there, who's a clinical laboratory scientist who gives a comment and says, hello, I'm a clinical laboratory scientist working in a histocompatibility and immunogenics lab, aka transplant lab. I do testing to find out if recipients and donors are matches through genetic typing, donor-specific antibody testing, etc. What the doctor is talking about is likely haplotype mismatches. When doing HLA typing, we're looking at haplotypes for class 1 and 2 genes you receive from each parent. When we are comparing a non-biological donor to a recipient, there can be a few haplotype matches due to population frequency or no haplotype matches when comparing a biological donor to a recipient like siblings. They have a 50% chance of being haploidentical. Parents are always haploid identical to their children. This analysis tells us how likely organ rejection could be. So if you're haploid identical to your wife, you're biologically siblings. If it's only a few haplotype matches, you could be cousins or potentially not related as it's random assortment. You got lucky. But I can't say what the answer is without seeing the haplotypes myself. 
I also want you to know that it's possible that a doctor is talking out of his ass. Transplant medicine is very new science that is still being developed today. Some of the doctors that I work with are extremely knowledgeable and know way more than me about this science. Some of the doctors that I work with, I frequently wonder where they got their degree. So don't blindly trust this guy. You should probably see a geneticist for confirmation. That's one of the things I absolutely love about these stories. There's always someone that has a knowledge of what's going on in any particular story who will come in and give some great information. Anyway. The OP updated the post two weeks later and says this is an update. The original was posted about two weeks ago. Yes, I know I misspelled across. Yes, I do have bad grammar and spelling. Yes, I am stressed and freaking out. Yes, I can play the banjo. No, there was no genetic test when we got married. Our state stopped that in the 1990s. No, my wife has never been stuck in the dryer, but she once got stuck under the bed. Joke. The reason I did not go into too much detail is to try not to be so specific that I or my wife might be recognized. Well, the front page of Reddit didn't help with that. Thank you all for your comments and feedback. I didn't respond to them, but I did read all of them. The reason her family couldn't donate was that close relatives had some medical issues that prevent them from donating. Examples, high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, heavy drinkers, and more. The further out we tested, the less percent of a match. I wanted to be tested because we needed to find someone. The doctor said it would be unlikely, but wouldn't hurt to try. I was freaking out after I got the news and had to get outside advice. When the doc said that the percentage was abnormally high and that we might be related, I kind of zoned out and started to piece things together in my mind. My parents live a thousand miles away. They met my in-laws a few times, once at my wedding and when both my children were born. My children are fine, my daughter is incredibly smart for her age, my son is a handful and healthy. The way my adoption worked was when my bio mum gave birth to me, I was checked out and put in a different room. I was there but don't know how it officially worked. From what my parents explained, they were in that room waiting. They never met my bio mum in person. My bio mum only had a profile and picked them out of many candidates. I called my parents and told them that I needed to know everything they knew about my bio mum. They told me that they had limited knowledge. They said she was a single mum that was 16 years old. The father was not in the picture. Also, I was born in a hospital one hour from where my wife was born. Like I said, limited knowledge. Growing up, I didn't want to find out about my bio parents. To me, my parents were always my parents. I knew I was adopted and that it was a closed adoption. I figured it wouldn't matter long term. I'm not going to do additional at-home DNA tests through any of the traditional testing sites like 23 or Ancestry due to personal reasons, like the possibility of the family finding out. The doc said all of this to only me, not with my wife present. Some of the additional tests were done through the doctor, which was the CM test. I'm not an expert on DNA testing. They said it was something like 1,900 plus CM match. This basically confirms one of my bio parents is one of hers. It can also mean first cousins or aunt slash uncle. I'm guessing her dad. When my kids were born, my parents brought photos of me as a baby and commented that I and my son looked a lot like my wife's dad. My son was easily explainable, but all three of us are a different story. I'm not going to bring this up ever. I might look at my father-in-law differently, but nothing will hopefully change. I hope none of the family goes on Reddit and connects the dots. I'm donating my kidney to my wife. We've started the full process. That takes time and a lot of preparation. I plan on talking to my wife after the surgery 
and after recovery. We will decide what to do with our kids, if we're going to get them tested or ever tell them. I will not be leaving my wife. I love and will always be there for her. I made vows and will keep them. I love her more than I would a half-sister. ETA, I do plan on telling her after the surgery. She is not doing well. I think this will be even harder on her. I'd rather her know that I love her as a husband rather than flip her world upside down right before life-changing and dangerous surgery if something were to happen. Telling our kids is not a decision I'm going to make on my own. It will be a joint thing after my wife knows. And there was a lot of people on this post saying, you know, he should be informing the wife now, not waiting for the surgery or anything like that. Saying, you know, they understand his reasoning for not wanting to do that, but... You know, the longer you leave things like this, the more painful it will be when it comes out because he's been holding this back. I'm really not sure. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was in OP's position? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Holy moly. And now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved. As all, I mean... I truly mean it. It's absolutely incredible. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're doing, a bit of crochet. Thank you for sharing your crochet projects with me, by the way, over on Twitter. Absolutely love to see your hobbies. It really does make my day. It will continue to scroll through those videos for you. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com